What's up, bootstrappers? It is Katie. And Nancy. You remembered your name this time. I did. <laughs> I just never know which name I'm wearing. It's like, what hat am I wearing today? What name am I going by? What is your alter, what is your alter ego, Nancy? Mine is Candy with a Q and O U and a heart over the eye, and she's from New Jersey. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've never, I, I'm by name. Normally, I go by mom. Oh, Mona's that is a good mom. alternate personality. So I didn't really know. That's a great alternate personality, your mom. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just going to add this story. We don't have to keep it. But um, Robert once said, um, at least I know that if something were to ever happen, they can call mom. And I know you'll answer. And I'm like, I don't even want to know what you mean by that. But OK. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. I mean, like, I honestly like Jacob is my emergency contact on everything. But like. I know he never answers his phone. So I'm like, oh my God, maybe I should like put somebody, I should just put Nancy. Nancy, will you be my emergency contact? I'll be your emergency contact. <laughs> I really do answer my phone all the time. So. I do not. I have I have such extreme anxiety about answering any phone number that is not <laughs> like a number I have in my phone. So I, it, yeah, it's really bad. And I just recently turned my voicemails on to where like people can leave me voicemails because I hate voicemails. I hate them so much. You hate them so you turned them on. <laughs> no, I hate them so I had them off forever. But then it was like, well, now I don't know if somebody actually needed me. That's true. At least you can kind of pre-screen the voicemail to see if it's worth you calling. Exactly. Back. And that's why I never changed my phone number from an Atlanta number. Like, I still have a 770 number. And it's because, like, I get spam all the time from those bots. And they think because I'm an Atlanta number, like, oh, I'm going to pick up. An, you know, but now right. I know nobody's calling me from Atlanta. Right. Nobody's calling me from Atlanta. I actually had somebody call me from Atlanta the other day. Oh, really? And well, me. I call you all the time. Well, you. But you come <laughs> up as Katie. Um, no, but I actually got a customer from Atlanta the other day. Well, look at you. Nationwide. What Parkway Nationals going national. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Nancy is always on your side. Oh, God. <laughs> we do not own the copyrights to that. No, no, we do not. No, we do not. Well, I'm really excited about this episode. We took a little bit of a break, and by a little bit of a break, we did not record an episode uh, to be released this week for a couple reasons. One, I finally went on vacation. It was so great. I went to Big Bend National Park. Sponsor us. And... <laughs> I don't think they do that. Um, but I went to Big Bend. It was such an amazing time to be able to get away with Jacob and just, you know, my bartenders were like really stepped up, which they always step up, but they they really stepped up and took care of things while we were gone. And I was able to just not have to think about the bar and I couldn't think about the bar because I had no cell phone reception that so. is true even if we wanted to include you you were getting messages four hours later yeah literally four hours later and it was phenomenal it was <laughs> it was such a good experience to just not have to think about things I didn't look at sales reports I didn't look at you know who was coming in and all of those things um, and they even stepped it up that Friday when we were absolutely slammed it was Baylor move-in week and so all the parents were there getting drinks, being like, I need to get away from this, my kids. We had a busy night. Oh, yeah. Super busy night. I walked in literally to Robert, um, your son. He sees me. He does this like, oh, you're here because I've been gone for a week. And I literally did the whole like, I'm not here moment with my like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I had a traumatic 
uh, drive back with almost running out of gas, flat tire, went through a flash flood all in one drive. And it was just like I had no capacity for dealing with people. It's like your vacation was trying to keep you on vacation. I think West Texas wanted to keep us, honestly. You know, I did look do the millennial thing where I looked up on Zillow how much it would be to buy a house in Terlingua. <laughs> um, it's not cheap, by the way. <laughs> uh, you're right by Mexico. You could have just gone over, checked the properties there. And oh, come yeah. Right back. I'll move to Basquiat. It's fine. It's great. <laughs> you know, I'd only be able to come back over like three days a week. But, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> be kind of hard to work with no Internet and run a bar with no Internet. But it's fine. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I see it. You know, whatever. It's it's it, but it was such a good time to get away and we talk about this all the time about self-care and getting away and finally took my own advice and did that. I'm glad, you know, we guys, you know, we definitely missed you guys a lot. Um but it was good to know that you guys finally had that time to just kind of free yourself from all the stress, all the worry and the anxiety cuz I think now that you're back, you realize we are running on fumes half the time oh yeah absolutely by the last couple of days before we were going on vacation and i don't know if it was in that that thing that like oh i'm about to be on vacation so i was extra exhausted but there were times like i am extroverted i love being around people that is what fuels me but i was running on fumes to where like there was nothing even to fuel like it was like i i need to get away like I don't, I can't even talk to people right I now. I do remember that. Yes, you. I think it, you ended up telling me I had to leave. I'm like, no, you're good. Don't, no worries. And I was like, I understand. I, I even, think you were ready on vacation mode. Like I, you needed that vacation. Oh yeah. And then I was like, I think I had a couple people like, is Katie okay? I was like, yeah, she's going on vacation, and I think she's ready. Like she's really on e right now, and she's trying, but she's gonna be gone. She's gonna refuel that tank, and she's gonna be back. <laughs> exactly, man. I even that night I, I dipped out. Like, I was like, I got to get out of here. I had ordered some of your quesadillas, which are my favorite quesadillas, the beefed quesadillas. I highly recommend. And I left before they were even ready. I was like, I got to get out of here. And Nancy's like, I'm just going to eat your quesadillas. I'm like, uh, do you deliver? <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, yeah, you ordered them and you're like, uh, if I could get those delivered right now, that'd be great. And we're just sitting here like, um, I don't think we have DoorDash. We don't. We don't have DoorDash. But I, I would definitely have partaken uh, in that. And I, I sat at home, drank a glass of wine, watched Love Island UK, and it was it was a very relaxing evening. Actually, no, I didn't watch Love Island. I watched Miss Congeniality. And I don't know if you've watched that movie in a long time, but it's it's kind of problematic. I actually watched that um this weekend. Did you? Uh-huh. It's oh, a little problematic. We won't go into it, but I was like, we this did it, not yeah. age very well. But I mean, it's still good. Like, it's I enjoyed good it, but good movie. I was just like, oh, 2001 was a wild time. <laughs> <laughs> there was things we could get away with back then that we just could not get the away with today. misogyny. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a, I'm very excited to be back and we have a good topic tonight. And so our topic today is um, something that you will always, unless you are a very, very niche thing, you're, you're, no, you know what? You will always, you will always, you will always. So whether you're the first person to come up with an idea, it doesn't matter. Um, It's competition competition and imitation and how to deal with that and you know competition is always good 
it is the best thing. It is what makes us better. You know, if there was only one type of store in the world, you know, like if Walmart was the only store, they would never have to improve. Um, they would never have to, you know, innovate. They would never have to offer something different because they're the only option. And then their prices then would be out of control because there's no competition. So, you know, competition drives a lot of things, price, quality, service, innovative, um, different offerings, you know, during COVID, you had things like HEB starting to do, they had always had curbside, but doing the curbside and really capitalizing on that, and then really doing the, you know, to the door type thing. And those things stuck, I still order HEB delivery. Um, Sometimes for the bar when I'm like busy, and I'm like, I don't have the time to go to H-E-B right now. So I'm just going to leave it up to the produce picking gods that they pick some really good limes for me and deliver <laughs> them, <laughs> which they never do. It's fine. I actually am still scared because of that. Oh, it's I think, so bad. Okay, so if I needed just to get something out of the regular aisles, I'll go for it. Mm-hmm. But if I need some produce or meat, mm-mm. No. I have to do it myself. Oh, yeah. Like I had, I did order the other day and H-E-B, if you want to reach out to me and apologize directly because I love you guys, <laughs> um, I did get some pretty lackluster produce. But then I didn't want to give a bad review to I actually favored it. I didn't do H-E-B delivery because I needed it pretty quickly. and But H-E-B curbside is still who picks the stuff for the delivery. Right. So I got this stuff, and I mean, I was just like, half these limes are bad, like actually soggy bad, which that's how bad they were. And you didn't give them a one-star review? I didn't want to give the delivery driver. We could have driver. them up with Corey to see how they're going to make up for the one-star review. I know. I just felt bad because the driver <laughs> didn't pick the stuff. He even told me like, hey, just so you know, I didn't pick this produce. And I'm like, oh, he knew. That. Oh, he, he knew. knew. He knew. He <laughs> knew. It's fine. You know, at the end of the day, most of it, it got me through the weekend and it was worth the extra 15 bucks or whatnot because, you know, money over time. Money over time, for sure. Yeah. It's, it, that, it made the, the, all the difference in the world. So that day it was okay. Probably won't do it again, but it's fine. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of those things. Competition is always going to be a thing. Um, and even when you are doing something innovative, you are creating a brand new product. There's going to be imitators. Whether you have a patent or not, there's going to be an imitation. Um, Somebody's going to see what you're doing and they're like, oh, that person's making money. I can do that too. And that's honestly when you've made it. When somebody starts copying what you're doing, you know, and that's okay. Um, You know, as from a bar standpoint, it's like trivia night. You know what I mean? Like trivia is just a thing that is a general rule of thumb that you do as a bar or even a restaurant, you know, there's going to be six or eight or 10 or 15 or a hundred different trivia nights that you can go to, depending on the size of your, your business. That's not, you know, it's just going to happen. And that's what you do. Um, and you know, it's taking something like that and then maybe spinning on its head and maybe you can give it a little spice to it, but somebody's probably going to do that too. They're going to. And, you know, it's, it's, it's accepting it, but also how do you capitalize on it? Right. And, you know, I think there's so many different things that like you, you talked about how a a bar is. And I think I've disclosed this many, many, many times, um, in the insurance industry, um, in where, you know, we're obviously in Waco. I really feel like it is a competitive, sometimes gatekeeping um, career. Oh, I yeah. don't really feel like people are very welcoming um, because there's so many people that do insurance, which is not a problem. I'm all about everybody needs everybody insurance. Needs we insurance. talk about that. <laughs> and 
you know, I've gone to different conferences. I have partnered. Obviously, Parkway National is nationwide. So we have partners and we have offices in different locations. And so one of the things that we do is is kind of we are always talking to other agents and we're always partnering and doing different things, but not with like in-town agencies. Like it's not like that because I feel like it's such a competitive nature. Um, and I, you know, I said this to our amazing friend, Eric, the other night, whenever we supported a different restaurant and he was like, aren't you a competitor? And I'm like, I am not a competitive business. I am a supporting business. Absolutely. Um, and so no matter what the business is, I'm a huge supporter. I think for insurance, for me at least, is more of an educational situation. And so rather you have an agent or you are seeking insurance and maybe I'm not the fit and, and you know, you need to go to someone that you, maybe your dad trusts, your mom, you know, you've got a family agent or whatever. I'm all about, yeah, go to them. Like, for sure. And then if there's questions and they're not available, if you want to ask me, I'm all about answering a question. You don't necessarily have to come and have a, a policy with me. But I have felt that it's very um, secluded. Like people are not trying to include you. And, you know, I always tell my husband, I was like, it's so weird because we have maybe a collaboration with one of his friends and th that's about it. Totally. Everywhere else. Um, and of course, you know, small towns, people talk. Oh, God. <laughs> and so with the competitive situation, um, one, there's no such industry that you created. Like, it would be horrible if I'm like, oh, they're copying what I'm doing. Like, no. You know how many people are doing insurance? Right. You're not copying me. Well, somebody actually said that um, regarding my husband and I. And I was like... <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Nobody's copying you. It's like, what is it? Um, there are no, there, this is a saying. It's kind of like Shakespeare wrote all the storylines. There are no new movies. Like yeah. all, every storyline is just being repeated in a different way. Right. You know, I watched a really good movie the other night. Highly recommended. It's called uh, Vengeance by BJ Novak. It's very good. It's about West Texas. about a New Yorker who goes, um, he's a New York podcaster and he goes to West Texas. It's a really, really great story, especially especially if you're Texan, because um, I thought they were going to make fun of Texans, but it was like, at the end of the day, you're like, oh no, he's talking about how great Texas is. But awesome. at first it was just like, you know, kind of making fun of it. Right. But then we're watching this movie and Jacob goes, this is City Slickers. This is literally the movie City Slickers. Like he's just retelling it in a modern, more, you know, more up-to-date way. And it's like, yeah, any movie you think about, it's like, oh, you're it's just- almost like the same plot, but they're just doing it in a whole different way. Absolutely. Whole, like bringing it into today's modern times. I exactly. Guess. It's mm -hmm. like our Harry Potter trivia. We're just doing trivia. Right. It's just a trivia night, but with a little spin on it. You know, are we the only Harry Potter trivia out there? Absolutely not. You know, but, you know, it's something that you create and you cultivate. And it's up to you as the business owner to really make it stand out. What makes you different? And that's something that you need on an investing standpoint, on a getting a customer standpoint, getting loyalty and repeat customers what makes you different right. um you know when we go to east side market there's multiple uh jewelry vendors there always you know especially clay earrings i love clay earrings i love how how far clay earrings have come since when we first started buying them i don't know maybe five four four or five years ago um and you know it's they're getting more intricate and delicate and and there's all these designs but clay earrings aren't a new thing either you know, they've been around for God knows how long. And it's just about what makes you different. I go to this one vendor and she's wonderful because she does lemons and I love lemons. That's my favorite fruit. What makes you different? Right. And define that.
And there's always going to be a piece that you're going to love that they do. And then you come back and then they have a new collection and they have something different. And, you know, you're, you're going to find who you like to go to. But it's always good to try so many, you know, new people, new vendors, new businesses. I mean, we say it all the time to the locals that visit the bar. Um, you know, yes, stay classy is amazing. Of course, we might be a little biased, but still, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> and then when they ask for other places to go to, we're like, oh, make sure you try Brotherwell, Southern Roots, One Day, Tw you know, all these places. And because we also go and, and we support yes. those businesses. No, for sure. And that's the competition is healthy. It's always healthy. Um, you know, I've I've worked with companies before where they had a new product and then somebody else comes in and does the same thing. And every single time they've said, game on. It's it's literally like this is good. This means we have a good product. That means when somebody else is out there trying to do the same thing, let's go. You know, like uh, we're going to show them why we're better and why we've been doing it longer and we've got the team and all this kind of stuff and the the drive and you know, it, it's just it's and it makes the scene better. You know, again, if there was only one insurance agency, a you wouldn't have the time to help everybody. But it, then there's price, like you know, people go price shopping. Yeah. You know, and it's it, it's good. It's a good thing. It's and a good thing for sure. Yeah, and I think it's in everything. Um, I don't know if I ever told you uh, there was an, a small business expo that a good friend of mine, Christina, put on at the um, Sentex Hispanic Chamber. And I saw Andrew G there. And love him. my hubby asked him, hey, Andrew, have you listened to Nancy's podcast? And Andrew's like, I didn't know you had a podcast. Um, is it because I have one? And I'm like, oh my God, you're such a girl. I'm like, no way. <laughs> and he's like, I don't listen to I don't listen to podcasts, Nancy. I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, because I sponsor yours. Are you sure you're not listening to <laughs> I mine? Sponsor your podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> but of course, if any of you guys know Andrew G, he is amazing. Love him. He's Part so of our funny. family. Amazing person. But it's, you know, he loves feedback on his podcast. And so he's like, I didn't know you had a podcast. And I was like, yeah, it's a Katie and me thing, you know, we're doing it. And so he was like, no, but it's, it's, it's healthy to, to have that with other people that are doing something that similar to you or, you know, obviously if you guys follow Andrew, he does his um, YouTube video and audio and whatnot. We're just doing our audio. So I'm like, yeah, we, cho we chose to go this route. You know, I, I, we kind of feel our audience and we know where we're going with it. So it was fun to kind of see that, but also there's other people that they don't give you the credit. Like, honestly, the competition aspect, if if you see somebody out there doing something that you're doing and, and you're loving what they do, it's a good thing if you're like, oh, we got to step it up, you know, that they're doing something amazing. Maybe it's time to for us to change it up. But always make sure, especially if we're, if we're friends, like, let, let us know. Yeah, no, I think that's the main thing is it's, it's sometimes, you know, you see, you know, maybe somebody starts doing something or kind of like the way that you have done it. I love that kind of positive feedback. Like, hey, I saw you doing this and it has really made me step up my game in, you know, this realm. Or maybe I started doing my Instagram the way that you're doing it. Or we're just, you know, going now I, that gave me so many ideas. Thank you. And that means a lot. You know, like I've had people reach out to me and say that before, you know, like I really love the way that you do this. And that really inspired me to do X, Y, Z, you know, and it's give credit where credit is due, you know, and it's, hey, I saw that this was working for you. I actually saw this the other day and this was in, um, this was in a, you know, like a, a, one of those groups, it was like a Facebook group or whatnot. And it was a um, venue asking like, hey, like I want to do an open mic at our venue and what nights would be a good night to do it. 
And there were all of these comments and somebody, the first comment, which made me feel really good was stay classy does their open mic on Mondays, avoid Mondays. And A, that made me feel really good. But all of these people started chiming in like, hey, there's not any open mics on Thursdays. A lot of times people aren't doing live music on Thursdays. That's a really good day to do it. And getting those kind of feedbacks. It's okay to do something that somebody else is doing. Open mic is not reinventing the wheel. You know what I mean? It has been done over and over and over over again but what makes your open mic different you know like jacob hosts stars it used to be hosted by terry blues before he moved up to wherever minnesota michigan one of those m words and (laughs) back he moved up north and you know it was like oh it is a open mic that is hosted by a comedian and that was different that was different now remember that it was so good he always had us laughing oh my gosh and his the way his craft changed from day one to you know his final day doing open mic with us i mean it was just um it was amazing it it, it, we really grew with terry and i miss him all the time and i think jacob channels terry just a little bit when he little comedy here and there um but it, it you know it's one of those things where what makes yours different and take that feedback and you know why do you and then also ask yourself why do you want to do that right you know um is it something you're going to enjoy you know i've i think all the time well what can i do tuesday nights that makes us different um and you know various venues do different things what can you do that is different and what is offering what is you know or what can you do that's again not reinventing the wheel whether you're doing trivia or open mic or any of those things make it different make it your own i I agree with that especially because when when there's something that you you like and you just grab it and you're going to make it your own but by you're not implementing anything different i'm like at that point you're not getting the essence of who you are like Put a little flavor of you in there. Yeah, of, Harry of Potter is me. And, and, no, I love the way you guys do Harry Potter. And, and, you know, from people wanting to come, they pick their house, they pick, you know, their outfits, everything that goes into it. And then, you know, we've gone to the um, trivia night at Brotherwell. Like, and you guys have love it. won plenty of those. So it's, it's about loving what we do <laughs> and, and, and actually seeing that the person who's putting this event on is actually putting a part of them into it and, and you see it. Yes. And so I I love whenever all that happens. And it's truly amazing whenever we can visit others and we see like, oh, I love the spin that they threw on it. But I think it's definitely key to make it your own. Absolutely. Don't just try to like truly download and copy and plagiarize what somebody else is doing. Oh, for like sure. Make it your own. And so I, I definitely can, can appreciate when, when that's done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's even just with this podcast. Are we the first business podcast that's ever happened in the history of podcasts? Absolutely not. But we're the first Nancy and Katie. No, yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there is a podcast out there hosted by Nancy and Katie. We should go fight them. Girl, let's go. <laughs> Y'all, we were in. Uh, I am five oh, foot I guess one. We weren't on heels. I was in heels yesterday. Today, I'm back to my sneakers and my boots. And oh my god! Oh, we got bootstraps on today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's yeah. We're not the first business podcast. But what makes us different? What you know? Um, and you know, I did a lot of research before we really like started recording. Um, after I actually decided to do it, but you know, I spoke to Mike, our you know our producer, like, hey, is there anybody who's doing this right now? Because if they 
are, then I want to pivot and I want to do something else. I don't want to do something that someone else is doing right now. And then also, you know, I started listening to a lot of different business podcasts and I, I took a lot of inspiration from them. Now, did I steal their ideas? No, but like, you know, I did listen. What works? What do I like? What um, you know, what format do they did? You know, we decided not to do a lot of guests. Now, do I want to have guests eventually? Sure. Absolutely. But I didn't want to do guests because, you know, it's, it, you, you, you can't control that a lot of times and you don't know how the conversation is going to go. And I really think that me and you can handle our own, honestly. We really can. I was going to say, as we each have been involved in multiple businesses, have now owned our businesses and there's so much experience here. Um, and, and the whole concept of the podcast is to kind of just talk to you guys about kind of the ins and outs, the, the, the highs and the lows and, um, kind of what we're getting, um, when it comes to this type of situation. Um, I think it was like two weekends ago, I had gone to this, um, women's conference about, you know, being in business. And one of the hard things is one, like you and Jacob, you know, you guys keep your home, you've got your dogs. And so it is hard whenever I'm like, Hey, where's Jacoby? And you're like, he went to the house he's got to let the dogs out feed him and then put him back in like that's exactly what sometimes we're doing like if i'm at the bar i know that it's probably because my husband is picking up our daughter you know getting her dinner and then taking her to my mom's and then coming here there's so many dynamics that we can kind of share with you guys from being myself a parent or fur baby parents and of course we keep four dogs in our house and those girls are just as important as my human children. Yes, they so are. it's, it's truly a, an amazing situation when you guys can ask truly, when we say, you know, send us questions, ask us whatever you need to know, because we have that kind of expertise or even starting a new business. Um, Brian and I have taken on a, a new adventure and hopefully it's something that is hundred percent, not hectically done, I guess it's e-commerce now. And so I'm like, we're constantly adding to what we do because, and, and yesterday at the, at the event that we went to, people are like, how are you making it happen? I was like, at the end of the day combined, my husband and I have four kids, um, three of which are very much involved in our life. And when you add it up, I think there was an article that um, I want to say one of our local news uh, stations released uh, <laughs> that it takes $317,000 to raise a child. Whew, kids are a bad investment, people. You heard it here <laughs> first. Kids, only $300,000. So, I, I would I, put it in okay, the millions. I actually wanted to comment, but you know how it gets with the oh, comments. Oh, yeah. So Those I comments wasn't going to comment. I'm like, that is. Is a low that number. is a, a, a very limited low number. Are we like, accounting for inflation no here? When did we take this I survey? I was to say inflation. And then someone actually commented, did you include select uh, sports? I'm like, oh, definitely not because my my daughter plays select soccer. Is this including college so or not including college? Because and Exactly. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I was like, so when you think of, of those numbers of raising children, and like I said, we have our kids. I'm constantly thinking of like, all right, you've got to grind and hustle to make sure that we can get our kids where we need to be. And also taken from the the advice that we were given yesterday is kind of like some people can and cannot leave like the generational wealth, but for you not to leave them in debt is a huge thing. And that's one of the things that, you know, for our, our kids, especially the what I call my two babies, which is Robert, who's 17, AJ, who's 10. I was like, I want to make sure that they're kind of set up in a way to start and not having to figure things out. So part of like truly working and doing so much is because of that. So I think that's kind of what has not had us bring on 100% guests because there's just so much that we have to share that I'm like, when it comes to a niche that you definitely like 
tell us, hey, we want to see this. Of course, we'll bring in an attorney. You know, yeah, we're sure. obviously not going to get into that. But there's a couple things that we can bring in. But the rest, I think that we fill in just about every spot. Yeah, we really do. And I think it's, we do a good job. Good Pat us on the back. <laughs> Would you look very cute today? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Rent the runway. I think I turned yes. in all my friends to rent the runway. Yes, she did. And obviously, yeah, I actually had someone yet. Oh, it's at the bar. And you know what? It's because I'm there Thursday through Saturday. So you guys pull up, say hello. But um, <laughs> I had somebody that, that told me yesterday, they're like, oh my God, every time I see you, I love your makeup, I love your hair. And, I, and literally, my team was there yesterday. So huge shout out to the Envy <laughs> ladies. I love you guys. But my whole team was there yesterday. I'm like, this is my hair. This is my makeup. These are my girls. Like, it takes a village to get this together. And so... Shout out to everybody that's out there doing their thing and making it great for us. No, absolutely. And if you ever, that is one thing that, you know, people don't really take into consideration is what it takes to actually like look put together most of the time, which I don't look put together most of the time, especially in the summer. She's lying. She's always looking so <laughs> snack and such a snack. I am a snack. <laughs> no, but it's, it's one of those things like uh, those resources like Rent the Runway are a really great resource to take advantage of. So sponsor us Rent the Runway because I... I co-sign that, especially being in Texas, because in winter, when you don't want to spend all that money on like a big, nice coat, because you're going to wear it like six times. Um, yeah. Rent the Runway, highly recommended. Um, but uh, I think it's about time to take a break because I have a really fun one for us when we get back. Um, I want to talk a little bit more in detail about it. Well, well, you know, stay tuned. You'll hear about it. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> All right, bootstrappers, you know we couldn't do this without our sponsors. And this week, we're super excited to be sponsored by another business that we really admire and honestly rely on so much, and that is Startup Waco. It is an amazing place and space that any entrepreneur can come and visit, especially on Wednesdays. And they are huge supporters of any type of adventure that you want to take on. Absolutely. And so anywhere from if you're just looking for a place to put your business, maybe you just need an address and you want to be somewhere in a convenient location. They're right downtown. So you can get like a, a floating desk where you can sit wherever you want or you can get a, you know, a designated desk. You can even get a office space. They have those in meeting rooms and phone booths and more. It's a really great space for just kind of growing your business, but also it is filled with entrepreneurs of all kinds from insurance and HR. Um, in fact, Elaine, one of the previous sponsors with Victory Employer Services also is housed at Startup Waco, which is how we met. And all of those relationships are really cultivated in a space like Startup Waco. Also, if it's one of those things that a lot of you maybe because of COVID already had a um, stay-at-home office, um, Startup Waco also um, offers a registered agent um, address or just a mail service. Yeah, and I use it all the time. In fact, the company that I work for during the day, during my day job, they actually pay for me to have a space there because I just need to get out of my house sometimes. And it's just really nice to be able to be around people, but not having to be like, you know, have that kind of like 
constriction of being in an office around, surrounded by all of your colleagues. It's just your peers and it's, and it's great. I love it. There's lots of events, co-working events and entrepreneurship classes. They did big startup week recently. It's just a great community to be a part of. And I'm so glad that they're a part of the Waco community. Yes, I love all the guys over there, John, Jacob, you know, Ashley, every single person I've been able to meet from just sitting there and floating around and getting to meet new people that come in and do their business there. You know, that made me think of John, Jacob, Jingle Hunters. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Startup Waco, for everything you do. Thank you so much for sponsoring. Please make sure to go give them a follow and uh, swing by. For, uh, Wednesdays are free, so if you're ever curious, co-working curious, uh, go by, swing by on a Wednesday, and uh, it's just a great place to be. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, bootstrappers, we're back. And we're ready for the next topic that Katie's bringing in. Yeah. And so I really just kind of want to dive in on, you know, kind of how to respond to competition. And also, like, especially like, you know, I think this is a very important topic and it's it's a little it's a little tricky. Um, but I want to give some real life examples from me or maybe things I've seen. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should not be laughing. I'm just I'm ready to hear the examples from business Katie. Y'all don't want to get Scorpio Katie in here. Oh, God, don't get Scorpio, Katie. Um, no. <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm a Scorpio. She's a Taurus, which is why we're friends. <laughs> but uh, so um, I'm going to give an example that I saw one time that just did not. Uh, and this was not me. I did not experience this. I do not know anybody involved in this. Well, I kind of do. And but only from a business perspective of when I lived in New York, I did know the owner of one of these companies um, or I've done work with one of the owners of this company. But, um, you know, I, there is a um, person that is a jewelry line in Austin that I really admire and I really, really love her work. She's done some really cool stuff for celebrities. And one time she kind of made a post about um, she was somebody who was doing those forever bracelets, which I actually have forever bracelets that I got from uh, Fancy um, here in Waco. And I love them, um, but they're not a new concept, you know, and she kind of had a, had something to say about a major company doing forever bracelets um, and kind of that kind of alluded to the fact that she kind of owned that trend. Um, uh, not the person here in Waco, obviously, but this was a, a, a jewelry maker that I admire, um, who is a small business owner, but she kind of made a public post. It was a TikTok about someone, you know, also doing that. However, I saw that TikTok. you did, I saw that TikTok. Ah, yeah. So it went viral. So, I mean, like, you know, but the thing is, is that I have known about these since I lived in New York and the first ever uh, company that I know of that did them back in probably 2015, 2016 was a company called Catbird. Um, that is a local Brooklyn based, you know, jewelry. And I'm not even saying they're the first one who has ever done it, you know, but they had like a bracelet bar and they had a whole thing where people would line up to get forever bracelets. And so it's one of those things where if you're going to make a public post about something, if you're going to respond, if you're going, and I'm not talking about you talking with your friends and your close, you know, alliances and stuff like that. But if you're going to go after somebody, be careful because I was reading those comments and I didn't comment, I didn't engage, but they're like, 
you're not the first person who's done it. And those kind of reactions can get blowback. And, you know, you're going to rub people the wrong way. You rub me the wrong way. And I I love this company still, but it, I still remember that post about her claiming that somebody was copying her. But in reality, again, no, no idea is new. You know, most of the time, no idea is new. And, you know, you just got to be careful with that and how you respond. And, you know, and if before you ever make anything public, like you got to be careful. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I think like, I mean, you've obviously mentioned it. There's nothing out there, honestly, that's truly new that you can own rights to and, and actually publicly kind of dish someone out totally. for, for doing it. Um, and, and honestly, I feel like making a public post like that kind of backfires. Oh, most of the time it does. It's obviously bringing so much like negative comments, you know, maybe a couple supportive, but you being someone that admires this, um, person or, or jewelry line that they were doing now, you kind of get that feeling like, oh, they were kind of ugly about the situation. Exactly. And again, I'm not, you know, and it didn't ruin my whole perspective, but it did leave a really weird taste in my mouth about it. Cause you know, again, she was not the original person who had ever come up with it. I remember it before then. Right. And so it's it's just one of those things where you just got to be careful. And I'm not talking about content stealing. I've seen posts about people who like straight up have their content stolen or, you know, that kind of thing. But you just got to be careful. Um, and, you know, one time that something that recently happened that was a really positive um, interaction that this was with me. I have a friend who is opening a bar and she, you know, let me know. And she was a little nervous to let me know that she was opening a bar. But I mean, I'm so excited. And also I love bars. So I'm excited to go to a new bar. It's a new hangout spot. Absolutely. And then not only that, but like, you know, I've offered advice and let them, you know, gave them contacts to things that help me. And it's kind of like with this podcast, it's like, I love helping other businesses and I love helping them thrive and grow. And, you know, that is an honest to God, you know, reaction of just being really excited for them. Um, because, you know, it's, 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 it's a cool thing and it's what Waco needs. And again, competition, and I'm, I don't mean competition because it's not competition. It's, it's camaraderie and stuff, but having multiple things of the same thing are good. It's good for you. It's good for the community and it's good for business. You know, I, I agree with this. And, and I think I want to say a lot of it stems from our, our, our group, Mm -hmm. I want to say all of our friends are, are amazing, either entrepreneurs, supporters of local like businesses and vendors. And I saw a post the other day that said something about, I think you, you've seen where people kind of have their own Amazon stores yeah. where they link their favorite stuff. And somebody commented on there, I think this is great and awesome. You know, I'm glad that you're sharing like stuff that you love that people can go and find and buy. But how about we do something like this for supporting local vendors? Absolutely. Like if you love a set of earrings, like you mentioned, you have somebody that you love her earrings because she has lemons. How about, you know, from now on we start tagging, like if y'all love these earrings, go there or, you know, anything that you do and, and, and always showing this is where I got it. This is, you know, you can come to my Instagram. You'll look at my pictures. The people that helped me or where I bought it is tagged on there. And I want to say that, like I said, it, it comes from our friends. I mean, Eric runs an amazing market that's truly bringing so many small local vendors, you know, to that place. Um, we have the downtown farmer's market. You have had 
obviously fancy who's who comes into the bar and she sets up shop um we're huge on supporting and i mean there's never a time that we're like no you can't you know <laughs> you can't sit with us sorry i own a bar now you can't open bars <laughs> yeah. no absolutely not yeah. and and obviously like you know that interaction was great and and we're so supportive and everybody's just supportive in general but you know that that's an example of a great reaction whereas like there's obviously a way to not react because right. you know and again i'm not talking about what you say to your friends i'm not talking about you know what I happens think, in the group chat stays in the right. group chat <laughs> i think with our friends it's it's big like i can call katie and vent she can call me and vent and then we're like all right rant over moving on totally you know, we're gonna have to show up and um i was talking to a couple of friends about this and, and one of my friends you know she, she posted this and i'm like that i just feel like that resonated um i think the higher the stakes the bigger the hate because totally. people are watching constantly and you may think that these people are watching and, and rooting for you, but some people are just watching and, and waiting for the failure. Oh, absolutely. Um, there are always going to be people waiting yeah. for you to fail or slip up or not do a good job or close or whatever, you know, it, there's always going to be those people and y you've got to let it roll off your back. You know, it's kind of like when you get a, a bad review or something like that. It's, you know, at first that used to, that used to eat at me, <laughs> you know, like I used, my Scorpio came out. I'm like, how dare they? Did they not know the circumstances that was going into place right. to make this happen? Right. You know, it's like one of those moments, but at the end of the day, it's just, you just kind of have to laugh and just kind of move on. And, mm -hmm. you know, don't let, don't let it get you down because again, you know, you have to, at the end of the day, you have to focus on you and you have to keep going um and and it's just good for the scene it's good for the it's good for growth and just in and your it bottom says line a, it truly says a lot about you you know i've had an, an amazing group of friends and and we've recently had a, a situation and, and you know at some point you kind of decide you just got to be the bigger person like just move forward and it's best for everyone and it's been amazing the support that having a support system number one is, is huge and i'm so fortunate that i have amazing people surrounding me you like really Katie. do oh and i have you and andy and everyone i mean i can name everybody but i mean honestly <laughs> like um it's it's i'm just so glad that you know and, and it's a growth thing and it's a maturity thing and it's and it's all of those things and we're all human and it's okay to feel a little you know, like peeved at some stuff too. Like if you see somebody doing something that you're doing or doing something that you did or an idea that you had and they didn't give you credit for it, like it's okay to feel human feelings. We're all human. Um, but it's also just being able to take it and grow from it. And you know what? Bet. Like let's, let's, uh, let's, let's innovate. We got to do something different now. Like let's, let's pivot. Let's, um, you know, let's do something a little bit different. Let's grow. Let's, how do we make it better? And, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to do a great job. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, don't doubt what you're doing. Uh, stick to what you have and what you love to do. Um, and I think it's going to show. I mean, having that passion behind it. I mean, this goes back to our episode when know your why. This is what you're doing, why you're in it. So many people are, are going to root for you. Some people are going to root for the failure. Some people are just going to be watching and, and trying to be like the naysayers. But you know why you got into what you do. So remember that. Yeah. And we've said this before, do what you're passionate about. And if you're passionate and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. 
I think that's why everybody thinks we party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we do party all the time, Nancy. What are you talking about? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, I don't want to brag, but my most uh, watched uh, TikTok that I posted one time was, uh, it was me to, uh, I think a Taylor Swift song whenever like All Too Well came out. And I'm like holding a wine bottle and I'm looking like really sad. And it's like me dreaming about owning a bar one day and then finally owning one and then realizing I can't just party all the time. <laughs> I actually have to. <laughs> work <laughs> oh my god it's crazy because you think this would be fun to I'm have because so then i have fun. a place i can party at all the time and then you realize the responsibility oh, and what god, you have to do and then you're like why did i do this yeah and a uh, shout out to myself um for uh the other night nancy watched this happen in real time i was very short staff we had some uh, illnesses and some call outs and um and I, I i try to be the best employer i can and just always accept like time off requests and stuff but basically i had no bartenders and it was a perfect storm of having absolutely nobody to bartend so katie your co-host bartended from 12 p.m. to tw- oh no yeah 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. by myself i did the job of what i would have scheduled three bartenders to do and i rocked that shit she sure did i did the job <laughs> of sitting on the other side of the bar ordering the drinks and just hyping her up that's what i did <laughs> you were a great hype girl as i'm sitting there um just like i just remember being like you know what it's, I had six of the same drinks. All right, we're making all six right now and just like yes. line it down the, the yes. boring. And I was just like, wow, this, it was, it was hard. Don't get me wrong. It was hard. That was a tough day. My feet hurt. But at the end of the day, like, you know, it's, you do what you do because you do what you love and you love the bar and. You know, yeah. if and I we, can do it, they can do it. Yes, for sure. <laughs> that, that's how you know that. Plus, we got to party poolside the next day. So oh, that was so great. That was amazing. We did party poolside. I deserved every moment of that poolside party. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's good for this episode. I, as always, Nancy, thank you for uh, being here and so supportive. Aww, thank you. And thanks for being my new emergency contact. I of really course, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. Bye, guys. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.